Du lytter til en podcast fra Free Observer. Du kan se videoversionen af denne podcast på freeobserver.org. Free Observer er til dig, som ønsker en ærlig, åbensindet og undersøgende medieplatform, uden tabuer og uden anden dagsorden end uafhængig videnskab og fri debat. Vi tilstræber at skabe dialog om menneskelige og samfundsmæssige forhold og give plads til magtanalyse og magtkritik. God fornøjelse. This year has been absolutely overwhelming in many ways and uh, we've mainly seen it from the European, the Danish perspective and uh, now we're really excited and, and happy to have uh, Sean Stone, a filmmaker and, and actor uh, from the US uh, with us here today to help us understanding how this all plays out from an American point of view and, and in general from a global point of view. So, Sean, thank you very much for, for joining us today. It's a pleasure. Uh, first of all, how has 2020 um, been in your perspective? <laughs> I know it's a big question. That's a huge question. <laughs> that, uh, we're getting the 2020 uh, sight vision. I think that this, this is actually playing out incredibly well this year. Um, many things it's like the dark side is revealing itself and when as constant as we know human consciousness works in a way where when you focus on something right you put your attention on something mm-hmm. uh, it transforms or it reveals itself so you know when we're most of the time we operate in unconscious states most people are operating on unconscious programs they say you know for example the matrix right they operate in the matrix just going to work trying to provide for you know for uh, bills uh rent right um food mm-hmm. monthly payments they don't think outside of the matrix most people so when we those of us that are more uh let's say from that class that you know is uh, has the time to philosophize or to to read and to think and to say that there's conspiracies and that there is um there's uh, things that are uh dark let's say in the agenda of the global control apparatus behind the matrix, right? Who really controls you? Who's really running you? And, and all of us conspiracy theorists, you know, uh, we're out there for years talking about these things. Uh, most people were not really able to understand it because now consciousness has stopped. All of a sudden, the dictators, the, uh, the, the control structures, the apparatus is revealing itself. The new world order agenda is rolling out before people's eyes, right in front of them, in a place where you can no longer miss it, right? You can no longer hide it away and suppress it and say it doesn't exist. The media can still say it doesn't exist, but people are saying their reality is doesn't connect to my reality anymore. The media's version of events doesn't connect to my version of events, which we always understood as under, if we understand media and how media is, is written and scripted and controlled. We always understood that, but people are not, who are not part of media don't understand it until they see it with their own eyes and say, wait a minute, yeah. this doesn't feel right. This doesn't seem right. Why are you blocking us? Why are you censoring us? Mm-hmm. So I think 2020 is about revelation. It's about clearing the, the, the site to see all these things that are problematic, that are uh, dangerous to humanity, to our way forward, let's say as sovereign beings, as uh, humans that actually have our own opinions, our own thoughts, our own spirit is being crushed by an agenda that has always been there behind the scenes, but is making itself known and revealing itself day by day more and more. How do you think the COVID-19 narrative has changed uh, the world? 
Well, it's insane. I mean, it's just it's pure insanity to anyone who has common sense. The narrative, I mean, is not that it, it, the COVID-19 has changed the world. COVID-19 is, uh, you know, as far as we know, uh, anyone under 70 years old has a 99.7 or 0.8% survival rate, maybe higher, because I, I guarantee you millions and millions more people have been exposed to COVID and are asymptomatic, right, than, uh, than have been reported or tested. So when you have uh, such a high survival rate and such an overreaction of people telling you to be afraid and to basically manipulate uh, numbers to uh, make the deaths seem more, you know, because obviously even the CDC admitted that only 6% of people that they analyzed uh, had only COVID, which is, you know, in America, that's, you know, say a few thousand, nothing compared to the hundreds of thousands they're claiming. So if you're not counting flus anymore and you're not counting colds anymore and it's all COVID related death, right? So where's the spike in death? Actually, it's not, there's no major spike. There's no pandemic in terms of spike in death. But if you fixate your mind as the media wants you to every day on death and to say, oh, a thousand people died today. A thousand people. Did they ever do that? Never before? Did we ever say, oh, uh, thousands died today from uh, flu. Thousands died today from hunger. That million more millions may be dying from from hunger every month. They don't even talk about the hunger. They don't talk about the cancers. They don't talk about the other deaths. They only talk about COVID. Mm-hmm. Have we ever seen this before in history where they say every day, hey, so and so died from the flu today. So and so died from cold today. We've never seen that in history. No. So I think people are starting to realize that they're being uh, manipulated. If they're way, if they're sensible at all, if you have any common sense, mm-hmm. you're saying maybe this is not so bad as they're making it out. Maybe they're having to create hysteria so they can control us. And how do they control us? Every country is different, but the lockdowns in Europe seem pretty amazing to me as far as the amount of control the government is going to try to manipulate and, and uh, censor and to survey you know, who, where you're going and what your curfews and uh, shutting down businesses. Uh, you know, we only have a few examples in America, like California and New York, similar as far as their strategy of being very uh, totalitarian, you know, what you call in the old days, totalitarian governments, what we would call, you know, Stalin-esque or Hitler-esque. Mm-hmm. It's amazing, you know, that we're allowing this in our own uh, free, so-called free countries. How do you see the, the, the challenges in light of, of what you just said? How do you see the, the, the opportunities as well? Uh, because um, we can definitely see the challenges. Uh, we have a lot of limitations in our freedom rights here in Denmark, and we have daily demonstrations in the streets, and a lot of people are, are full of anxiety and you know quite worried uh, in general what is the new normal what is the new normal is it going to be better or worse people are quite uh, worried so do we do you see any opportunities as well the uh, is there light at the end of the tunnel well the light is what you create you see this is the opportunity is that we have to as humans say why are you telling me what to do what gives you the power why do i give why do i give the government the power in america we have a tradition that goes back to our constitution saying the people have the power. The people yeah. are the ones that implement the government and the government has certain prescriptions on its powers. We have the bill of rights that promises freedom of assembly, freedom of speech, freedom of religion, and, uh, and basically essentially freedom of thought. Yeah. Um, you have that in every country. Not every country has that, but some do, and they've forgotten their constitutional principles. So it's an opportunity for people to say, why am I giving my power to you as the government? Okay. You're a government. Great. That's supposed to be a body of representing us, the people. Why do you have the right to shut down my business? 
and to say one business has the right to continue and one business doesn't. Why do you have that right? This is a moment like the French Revolution, mm-hmm. literally the French Revolution, where the people all of a sudden are, are going to have to wake up and say, wait a minute, this is no longer a king, a uh, divine right of the king anymore. This is not the divine right of the government and you know, with the backing of science, which has now become like the because has become like a Catholic church, you know, as far as science is concerned, oh, it's the Holy Catholic church. You have the right to tell us uh, who is sick and who is not and uh, who is going to be saved. This is not, this is not okay in the 21st century. We don't have, we don't have to disempower ourselves anymore. We have to stand and say, no, you don't have the divine right to tell us what to do or where to go. If I get sick, that's, that's my relationship to my immune system, my body. I have to deal with that. I've known dozens and dozens of people who are sick with COVID. You know what? They've all survived. So what, what, how are you going to tell me to stop my life? What gives you that right? This is the moment for people to wake up and say, where are the rights of us as beings on this planet to say, this is our government or you do not have the right to, to operate anymore. And people should be overthrowing governments that, that say no. People should literally be standing up and say, you know what? You are no longer a valid government if you're going to tell us how to live our lives, how to associate. A government can be there to advise. You know, we're providing certain things, but... If you're going to basically tell us we don't have the right to, to go outside, we don't have the right to, to go to work, we don't have the right to live our life, to enjoy our company, that's not a government that's, that's of the people. That's a totalitarian government. That's what you would see in a communist state. So I'm just shocked that people don't realize that. Do you feel that there is a majority that has not realized uh, where we are today? Or do you feel that something is happening in, in the right direction uh, at the moment? I don't know how many people have woken up. I mean, I'm not a pollster, right? The poll, you know, listen, you can't trust the numbers because let's be honest, they're so manipulated, right? Mm. The media is so controlled, you know, in the elections in the US, you know, it's like the, you know, the, first of all, the, the number of uh, COVID deaths were already manipulated. Everyone was being certified as COVID. It's the same with the votes. You know, they're certifying votes in states that are fraudulent. Clearly, you know, they're, they're dropping ballots in the middle of the night and, and counting them without Republican uh, oversight. You know, there's no Republican polls there. There's only the four people in Atlanta on camera, you know, running these things, these votes through machines. And you're sitting there going, wait a minute. Now you're going to tell me that these numbers are accurate? These are the same people that are counting COVID deaths. I mean, it's a joke. So how can you count who's, who's awake and who's not? I think in general, there's a feeling that, that people are waking up and people are uh, starting to stand up because like you said, they're protesting. There's, there's an anger and this, this feeling of, you can feel in your soul of like anxiety, but the anxiety people don't realize it's not about death. It's not about COVID. It's the anxiety of realizing, my God, how much are we going to surrender our power to these people that think that they have the right to govern us, to tell us what to do, that they have the divine right to, 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 stop, to, to, to control our economies, to roll out a great reset if they want next year. You know, they call it the great reset, mm-hmm. where the plan by 2030, according to the great reset, is basically to merge us into this sort of like chipped humans that don't own anything, that are basically, uh, you know, just living off of, uh, I don't know, tofu and uh, um Beyond Burger, what do they call those, uh, those those tofu and uh, pea protein diets made by Bill Gates? Yeah, Bill Gates and George Soros, and these people have the right to tell us how to live our lives. Who are they? They're the new they're the new King Louis of of of, of our world. Are these the new divine kings? I don't think so. I don't believe that. They haven't been elected to be. No, they've not been. But it's not even about being elected. Even if they're elected, an elector doesn't have the right to tell you what to do. This is what people miss. They forget government doesn't have the right to tell you what to do. Government is there to represent people. 
Mm. And to basically, off, I think, I believe government is there to offer um, support for, for a society. But a government is not there to tell you what to do. This is all, we've gotten everything backwards. We mm. literally think that the government is there to tell us, oh, uh, you cannot, you know, uh, cross the street unless I say go. Really? What am I, a chicken? I can't cross the street unless you tell me to? No, I'm not an animal. I'm a human being. Mm. Who are you to tell me that? Mm. Oh, there's an emergency. You might get sick. Do this. Now you won't get sick. Yeah. Really? If I talk to you like this, I'll get sick. But if I do this, I won't get sick. Are you? What do you think? I am a dummy? You think I'm like some kind of little puppet you can manipulate like a dummy? I mean, come on. Use your brain. Use your common sense. Wake up. Mm. Yeah. Where do you think this could bring us if we talk about opportunities? Do you think that we will be able to create a more peaceful world? Because, uh, you know, if millions of people are really waking up in the world, which is, is, is most likely. You see uh, people protesting all over the world and we don't see mainstream media telling about it. And uh, we don't basically have a lot of contact between the countries. So we're a bit isolated. And that's why this whole scene of, of uh, alternative media or free media has, has come about. And that's somehow where we meet. We meet in the street when uh, Robert F. Kennedy comes to Berlin, or we meet now because we have this call. We're not allowed to meet uh, or, or to understand what's going on cross-border in the mainstream media. So, so uh, I mean, somehow there must happen a, be a, a change both in the media and in the, in the way that we organize ourselves in the future to, to, to uh, create a peaceful world. Uh, somehow, I know it's a huge question, but uh, I mean, I think I don't think this many people has ever come together globally before. So in that way, it seems very powerful as well. Power concedes nothing without a demand. Right? Frederick Douglass said that, who was a slave in America. He was a slave who literally fought his slave masters. He escaped to freedom. He became an advisor to Abraham Lincoln. We have to fight. It doesn't mean you have to go out, pick up a gun, but we have to fight for our principles. These people that are ruling the world, okay, and I'm talking about the financial elite, the oligarchs, the ones like the Soroses and the Gates and the Zuckerbergs and the people that think that they can control you. They think that they have the right to tell you what to think, what to put in your body. They control economies. Soros has wrecked economies. Remember in, in Thailand in the 90, late 90s, the the Asian tiger economies that were crashed. Millions of people lost jobs, lost lives because of it. Soros made money speculating. The same with the British economy. Mm. These people can no longer rule our lives. It does not come peacefully. Yes, there are forms of peaceful protests, Gandhi and, and Martin Luther King, but people died in the process because they fought and they stood up against something that was tyrannical. And that was in their face. Now, again, it's in our face. We have to stand in our truth. If we stand in our truth, we will be guided. I have no doubt that what's coming in the next thousand years, two thousand years, this new age that we are entering is going to be a better reality. But who's going to get there? Not everybody's ready for it, I don't believe. I don't think everyone is ready to accept and say, you know what, I'm a sovereign being and I have authority over myself and I will uh, have a basically form governments or let's say form interests, societies based in respect for each other. We have to do the work ourselves internally first. Mm. A lot of us have been working on this. 
Others have not. Others are ready to check out and just say, make me a robot. Turn, you know, tell me where to go. Go left, I go left. Go right, I go right. They're not ready for that. Hmm. That's a responsibility. When you stand and say, you want, I want freedom, but it's also a responsibility. Like they say in every superhero movie, right? Hmm. Spider-Man. You want to be free? I mean, you want power? You have to be responsible. It's a great responsibility. Freedom is the greatest power in this universe. We are joined now globally by a spirit, by a common spirit. And I believe it's a spirit that's talked about in all the religions. It's talked about in the Bible. Like we have a spirit, they call it Christ consciousness. Christ consciousness was about empowering people. It was saying no. It was not this whole idea that spirituality is not, be spiritual, don't protest. Yeah. Be spiritual, don't talk about politics. What did Christ do? He went to the temple. He said, get out of here, you Sadducees, you Pharisees, you, you money lenders. Yeah. Who are you to lord over the people? I don't mm -hmm. care if you're a Sadducee, a Pharisee. These were the, the ruling class, right, within the Jewish tradition, the ruling elite. He said, no, you don't have power. The power is in the, the first shall be last, right? The meek shall inherit the earth. My God, mm -hmm. that's revolutionary. When people understand that Christ consciousness is here and it is speaking through everyone who's now protesting, saying, no, I am a reflection of the creator. I am a reflection of God. I am free and responsible in my freedom right, to gather, to collect, and to work with others for the, the spirit of an awakening consciousness, an awakening humanity against rulers that believe that they are God-given rulers over us because they have come from a different, uh, uh, whatever it is, education, uh, bloodline, money. The, the rich man will not inherit the earth. The rich man will have a hard time getting to heaven. It'll be easier for, what is it, for a, a camel to go through a, the, the, the eye of a needle, right? I mean, isn't this the point that we have turned people that claim that they're Christians or Muslims or whatnot, they have turned everything upside down and they all they worship is worldly power, worldly power. I'm afraid of death. I'm afraid. I'm going to use, I'm gonna use my, uh, my fear of death to control you. I'm going to use uh, my, your fear of God to control you. I'm going to use uh, money to control you. This is everything against the spirit of religion, everything against everything that was taught to us by the teachers. That's what's coming out. And people like you and everyone else that's standing in their freedom has the spirit of Christ in them. How do you give advice to people who don't, you know, what would you say to people who don't know what to do? To sh how should they show their resistance? Uh, I, I've been saying this for years. You know, I've been saying since uh, my Buzzsaw show back in 2013, you are the revolution. Every one of you, when you revolt, when you have a revolution in your mind, when you have a, a thought, right? When you start to wake up yourself, you might start to make decisions differently. You start to recognize things differently. You are changing the collective consciousness of the planet. Hmm. Every person matters. That's why I'm trying to go back to the spirit of Christ. Every person on this planet is created by the creator. We cannot discount any being. It doesn't matter if they don't have a, a platform to stand on. It doesn't matter if they have millions of dollars to influence. They have, a, they have a, an energy that's part of the collective energy of this planet. When you just make a decision, you say, you know what? I'm not going to uh, look at the mainstream media anymore. I'm going to support the small channels. When you say, I'm not going to support these corporations anymore. I'm going to go, you know, support local businesses. Mm. When you start to make a diff you start to make a, a choice, right? Where you put your energy, your consciousness, your time. Do you focus on you? Do you nurture yourself? Are you giving yourself the freedom? Or are you listening and obeying others? These are all steps. Every one of these is important. Everything that you do matters. We are being watched always, you know? It's not just uh, it's not just the NSA that's watching us. It's much higher than that. 
The universe is watching. We are watching ourselves at a higher level. The angels are watching. It has never been forgotten. All that we do in this world, it's all being monitored. So for those that think that they can get away with everything they're doing, I tell you, they are very mistaken, gravely mistaken. There is recompense. There is karma. It's happening. I think that the the strongest power we have is uh, is basically what we have together as human beings. That we we are we are strong together. There's a synergy between our minds, between our consciousness, and that's very very strong. But if you put a mask on and you keep a social distance, and you 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 know that way, do you think it's a conscious strategy to basically separate us? Uh, you know, of course. Yeah. This dark, the dark side is using uh, their oldest tactic, right? Which is to put you in a state of fear. Mm. This has been their way of controlling you for so long. They put you into a state of fear. At first, you know, first it's fear. In the old times, it was fear of, of scarcity, right? You don't have enough. You have to, you need, uh, whether it's food, shelter, and then putting you into states then as we evolved in societies into state of want. Oh, you see uh, the rich people, how they live. You should want to be in that. You're never going to be that. You're feeling insecure, feeling mm. fear that you don't have what other people have. And then uh, as if society continues to evolve, of course, always fear from war because war creates scarcity and poverty and, and, and uh, refugees. I mean, it, it, it displaces people. So it creates a basic fear. So war is always there as a threat. But then as society evolves and it's like, well, we have fear that we don't have enough. And then as we become more abundant in our societies and, and actually like, you know, the overall population of the planet starts to live in better conditions, right? How do they control us? If we actually are starting to live in conditions that are, that are human, right? Human, human and based in, based in uh, yes, in scientific uh, and physical um, uh, advancements, right? Uh, how, do you, how do you keep people in fear? When people are starting to say, wait a minute, I don't need to have uh, yachts and, and private jets to be happy. I can, you know, I have, a, I have a, a good quality of life. I have family and friends. Well, then we have to put you in isolation because when you're in isolation with this masks, quarantine, right? So then you can be easily manipulated, more easily controlled because you're no longer engaging with others no longer sharing ideas, putting yourself into states of stress. Why suicide rates skyrocketing all over the place? Because it's unhuman. They don't want us to be in our human state. They don't want us to realize the power we have. They want us to be afraid. Don't come near me. Stay away from me. Put a mask on. Fear. It's the oldest tactic in the book. And it's shocking that they can still yield that, wield that card. But it's about fear and control. But at the end of it, what is their ultimate game? Their ultimate game is they want us to be essentially roboticized. They want us to all think the way that they tell us to think. Stay isolated. Uh, follow the narrative from the media. Uh, get, the, get the vaccination that may or may not have chips in it because nanoparticles exist, and, you know, exist now and we have that technology. Um, and then you know, eventually they want us to, I think, be in some way virt in a virtual reality, right? Where it's like we're isolated maybe in, v in VR experiences, we don't travel anywhere. We just, you know, we live within the confines that they give us in the Great Reset. We don't own anything. We just boxed up in our little apartment with, you know, a thousand bucks a month or whatever it is, 2000 bucks a month, you know, and uh, whatever they give oh. us survive. And then we have a virtual reality, kind of like in that movie uh, that Spielberg did. Um, 
uh, Ready Player One, right? So you're just in your virtual reality playing your game every day because there's nothing else to do in the world. And, uh, and then, you know, at some level, roboticized, to some people will be roboticized probably with chips, uh, more easily managed and controlled. But yeah, it's always about control. Why do they want to control us so much? Well, if you go back to the old texts, go back to the first stories, Sumeria, uh, the Sumerians wrote about the Anunnaki. The Anunnaki were the royal bloodline that came from the stars. And they believed that they created humans. And when they were fed up with humans, they wiped us out. That's what the first flood that all the ancient cultures talk about, the great floods. And it was basically, as they said in the Bible, right? God was pissed off at humans. He wiped them out. That's how they see us. They see us like, well, you know, you're just our cattle. We want to move cattle. What do you do with cattle? You know, you reproduce them here. You mix with bloodlines. You play games with them. You know, you move them where you want them to be. And then when time to come, you know, when, when you're ready, you slaughter them. That's the way I see I think that they see us. I don't see us that way. I see us as divine. It seems they also use the, the so-called climate arguments. You know, you have the 2030 goals and UN. So basically, they are, they are the ones saving the world because they're saving the planet with all their climate goals. Uh, and they are making, they're basically trying to say that we are just polluting uh, the planet. I, mean, I love the, uh, the global warming thing. So imagine the global warming is fo focused on carbon dioxide, right? They want zero carbon emissions, zero carbon goals. So A, I love that if you're really an environmentalist, and I love the environment, I, I love a clean environment, I would focus on all the pollutants that are going into the air and going into the water, right? The air that we breathe and the water that we, that we look in the air in cities, how disgusting it is. Those are pollutants. That's not yeah. carbon dioxide. Why does no one talk about pollutants? Why does no one care about the pollution in the waters? Why does no one care about the pollution in the oceans and the plastic pollution? Now they have masks that they're, everyone's wearing and dumping them into the oceans. So we, these people care so much about the environment, but they don't care about pollutants except for carbon dioxide, which is actually not a pollutant. That's actually the only natural emission on this, you know, from, again, from our uh, exhale, it's, it, 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 it leads to... Um, through the oxygenation process, it leads to green, green, more green greenery, right? The trees absorb it. That's food actually for all green, green life on this planet. So they focus on the one thing that's not a pollutant, carbon dioxide. When there's all these pollutants that you can look at and say, wait, mm. these cities are disgusting. Why don't we clean them up? No one cares about that. They only want to get rid of carbon dioxide. And what happens if you cut carbon emissions? Realistically, you're going to kill off probably half the planet because people are not going to be able to survive on the energy from wind and solar. It's not gonna happen. Look at these documentary, The Planet of the Humans that was done. Michael Moore produced it. It came out this year on, on YouTube. It was very good. It was talking about just how inefficient this source is. But they want us to believe that if they cover the entire planet with wind and solar panels that we're gonna be able to survive. No, they don't want us all to survive. They wanna kill people. It's, it's inevitable. If you cut these car, if you cut uh, you know, carbon emissions from coal and, and oil and all this stuff and do in the next 10 years, people are going to die on mass. It's just, it won't work energetically. The energy efficiency isn't there. So I'm amazed. Like I agree. Like I love the idea of the environment, but why are they so fixated on carbon dioxide and none of the other pollutants? Interesting. Do they call you a conspiracy theorist as well in the US? Does that, is that all over the world or? I've been a conspiracy theorist since I was born. I call myself a conspiracy realist. Yeah, 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 yeah. The conspiracies are all around us. It's just funny because uh, who controls the narrative? 
right? I mean, literally, I can, I can cite for you um, my book, New World Order. New World Order I wrote as a book about the conspiracy that is the New World Order in the mm. words of the people that were, that were working on it, in the, in the words of the British imperialists. It's, not, it, it's a conspiracy theory, really? Look at their own words. George Soros has written about it. Uh, Kissinger writes about it. George Bush Sr. writes about it. Mm. And we're the conspiracy theorists? You see, we have to stop believing the bullshit. People got to stop believing the bullshit. I don't know. It's just like people love bullshit, I guess. Like Hitler said, the bigger the lie, more people believe it, right? People love uh, bullshit. When are we going to stop believing the bullshit and just say, huh, my common sense tells me you're lying to me because the media has never told me the truth. It hasn't. There's a great book called Prestitutes by a, a German uh, media guy, who, uh, journalist who... Um, died soon after he wrote the book, but he was German and talked about how the CIA had influenced the media in Germany. Um, and uh, yeah, he wrote the book, Prestitutes. He died soon after from a heart attack. Who knows if he was killed, but it's important. People have to understand the media has never told you the truth. It was never designed to tell you the truth. And, and uh, one thing that we definitely experience in Europe and in Denmark is that we, I would say, hardly ever hear one positive thing about Trump, but we yeah. hear only negative and then we hear only positive about the so-called Democrats, which yeah. in it, which in itself, in itself should ring a bell for most people. Thank you. I have never seen this in my life. Four years of Trump before he became president, before, even before he, he won, I never saw one positive thing from the mainstream media. Maybe like Fox on Fox, I guess, because it's more Republican, but the other platforms, Not one good thing. He says, the sun is good for COVID. You should, you know, get sun. The media says, no, the sun is not good. The sun is bad. I mean, literally, I just, I mean, I've never seen anything like it in my entire life. No, such disrespect for the president. And I mean, I've seen awful presidents. I mean, we, literally, we saw Bush. We saw uh, Obama. We saw the Clintons, Bush Sr. Bush Sr. pretty much, you know, you know, he had power of the Republican Party really since 72. Um, I would say that Trump has been the best thing for the Republican Party and the entire mainstream media uh, continues to ridicule the 74 plus million Americans that voted for him as some kind of backwards idiots. I think that in the old days, you know, they, they, there would be a point when the people would just say, either we're going to shut you off or we're going to come and, and uh, with the pitchforks and, uh, and, burn, and burn your CNN and your stations down because, you know, you can't treat the people like this with such, uh, you know, it's like, it's like the French Revolution, you know. You're going to really treat the people with such dismissive, uh, uh, not even just dismissing the, main, the people, but really just uh, vitriol, such vile uh, dis disrespect for half this country. Like they're some kind of morons. Like they're so stupid. Like they want, they want what's best for America and for their businesses. They're dummies. They don't know. How dare the media have that attitude? Danish mainstream media is basically copying stories from CNN and you name it. So this, this uh, fraud that has happened in the recent election, I've seen a lot of evidence of this fraud, but never in mainstream media and never in mainstream media in Denmark either. You know, it's it's, and I only I only see the opposite point of view that it's it's a joke. It's 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 an absolute joke that there is a fraud. I mean, of course not. It's just because uh, Trump is a narcissist or whatever they call him. 
You know, it's the only story you hear. I think everyone is biased. You know, to be honest with you, I feel everyone in life is biased. But more, some people are more honest about their bias than others. And, other, and some people like us, you know, myself, yeah, I'm biased. But my real bias is towards truth. I love the truth. I really want to understand how power works, how things really work, what's happening. I want, I want the transparency. I want, I want the truth to come out. That's my, and, and, and my bias towards certain people, of course, in that process. Because I know that no one is perfect. Uh, but some people are worse than others for, again, for the majority. If we're looking at, but again, my, you know, everyone has their own opinions as far as how this works. To me, we have to go back to how governments function, nation states, what Trump represents and they, they, what they hate is this America first, this idea that national policies focusing on America, if every house gets itself in order, we will have a better community mm. of nations. The problem has been America driven by the British empire behind it the Anglo-American establishment that created this new world order concept, wanting to tell the entire planet what to do, to get rid of every nation's sovereignty over itself. We have to get rid of this idea that I can tell you how to order your house. Let me order my house. America, let's clean up our house. Let's focus on our people. Let's make ourselves better. And then be a good example, because that's the best thing you can do for anyone else is to be a good example in life right? The more people that respond, they respect you when you're a good person, right? Hey, I want to be like him. If you're going around telling everybody, you do this, you do that. I'm going to invade you if you don't do that. You put on your mask. You know, I call that person an asshole. At, at, at worst, at, be at, you know, at, at best, he's an asshole. At worst, he's a dictator. This is not how we need to live our lives. We need to live our lives sovereign over ourselves, over our house, over our being. Be an example for others. Everything will follow. Everything. So um, would you share if you have any, any preferred, I mean, it's a very big question. Again, any preferred news sources? Is it just anything? You just follow your, you know. Gut. It's gut. Yeah. You know, yeah. Honestly, the information finds me. Right now, I'm appreciating what Newsmax and OAN is doing online. Newsmax, OAN for a more conservative perspective and an alternative to the mainstream media. But for me, again, I follow every, like. I don't follow news. I hate the news. I don't like politics. I only do stuff when I feel like I'm being called. You know, it's like when I did Buzzsaw in 2013 for a few years, I did Buzzsaw on, on YouTube and on Gaia. I was pushing the stuff about the conspiracies. You know, I pushed against Obama's uh, administration and his uh, assassination of American citizens, his, you know, his destruction of Libya and supporting of ISIS and, uh, and, and the destruction of Syria. I mean, all these things that he was doing, I pushed against it because it wasn't part of the mainstream consciousness. Now, it over time, it became more. So I said, I don't, have to, I don't have to push it anymore. Aliens, people weren't talking about aliens. Now the mainstream is talking about aliens. They're talking about aliens in the Forbes magazine, New York Times. I don't have to push it anymore. I'm someone that wants to go and like plant that seed and blow up that place that says, oh, don't look there, blow it up and expose it to the light. And then we can actually start to see, ah, others can talk about it. I don't have to focus on it anymore. I prefer to just write. I prefer to create. I prefer to, to dream and, and do my spiritual work and my, my writing and my creative work. That's where I want to be. I don't want to have to focus on the news. But if, there's, if people are ignoring something, I feel like it's part of my job to focus energy and attention there until it starts to become more mainstream. Thank you very much, uh, Sean. It's been really a, a big pleasure for us uh, here in, in Scandinavia, Europe. It's, it's very, very beneficial to, to connect across the world because we, we're facing a global challenge. So somehow we, have, we need a global response.
Thank you. Yes, we are aligned. We have a global alliance, and every one of us that's awake is a part of it. So it's happening. Don't worry. Don't worry. Everything is everything. You just have to trust this. Follow your intuition. This is the dark night, but at the darkest moment is right before the dawn begins. Du har lyttet til en podcast fra Free Observer. Hvis du ønsker mere viden om Free Observer eller ønsker at foretage en donation, kan du gå til vores hjemmeside freeobserver.org eller følge os på Facebook under Free Observer.